0: previously on the loyal littles podcast
1: it was my first exposure to college football anybody knows anything about boston not a college football town yeah mm. um
0: yeah
1: so i remember going to my first game what do you mean there was the oh. flutie game oh <laughs> yeah. oh that's right tony was in the end zone. i think, I think so uh, you know i'm not clear about that but i'm pretty sure he was maybe at the game i'm not sure about that either <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast.
0: On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck.
1: Hey, Littles. Whoa. Wait, who's that? Wait. Who's <laughs> there? No, wait.
2: I don't even know who this is. <laughs> Simon,
1: <laughs> is that really you? It's me. And yep, Ritz, yep. Ritz is going to be uh, furious now because you stole his thing. You stole oh, his. That, that's his thing, huh? I guess. I don't know. He started it, I think. Not anymore. Just, <laughs> yeah. just wait till Tiny Chuck gets on <laughs> oh, here. Oh, boy. Simon, where have you been? Guys. Fill us in real quick. Welcome back.
2: Thank you. It's it's good to be back in the booth.
1: Or the closet. Where? The closet. The closet. <laughs>
2: no. Uh, where have I been? Good, good question. I don't <laughs> even know myself. I am back in the closet, which is nice for...
1: Yeah, but for like four hours. For four
2: hours, yeah, and then I leave. Uh, I've been in, oh gosh, I, I've been on a lot of cruises. I was in Puerto Vallarta. I was in Vancouver. I was in the Caribbean. I was just in Bermuda. Bahama... Oh, come sugar, on, pretty mama. mama.
1: Did you What's say the... sugar mama? No, <laughs> I don't know. it's come on. No, I said on come pretty on, pretty mama, mama but I,
2: <laughs> I like the updated Beach Boys song. That's good. <laughs> right, right. Come on, sugar mama.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah. now, more importantly, can you talk about your new endeavor? Because we, we mentioned that we were involved in a little video that you were oh, making for a yes. new thing. Can you talk about that?
2: Yeah. Oh, my we, gosh, we then can, plug away, sir. Well, you can talk about it. Yeah, so I, I put together a group of my own called the Mid Atlantic Men. And uh, it's just music from Britain versus America to see who does it better. So who does it better? I don't know. Come watch the show. You might find out. Pretty sure it's British people. And
1: and you get booked on a lot of places, but mostly cruise ships, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're brand new. So, like, you know, we're going to hopefully get bookings all over the world. And if anyone wants to book us, then, you know, please uh, contact the old Loyal Littles podcast. And
1: uh... Oh, you want to go through us? I was oh, going to okay. say, do you have a website? You know, because if you uh, don't, I know someone that's going to get on you about that. Yeah. Do the mid-Atlantic men have a website yet?
2: There is no website.
1: Okay, well, yeah. I have a feeling someone's going to be in touch. We have a connection. We have a con- well, yes, we do. <laughs> but anyway, Simon, welcome back. It's been forever. We miss you. You're right across the street. I feel like I haven't seen you in yeah. like a month
2: at least. Uh, it's it might be longer than that actually, but yeah. And yeah, now you're definitely. going
1: away for six weeks.
2: Yeah, so I have one gig down in Florida, and then uh, and then I'm off to Sonoma for six weeks. And doing nice. what? Doing a show as uh, a theater company called Transcendence Theater Company, and the show is like a review. It's called Just Dance, which is hilarious because I dance. Because you can't don't dance. dance right? So, <laughs> you know. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't know it was Transcendence, so That's great. That's really I know that cool. company really well. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, yeah. well, let's get into this. We've got some cor- Should we start with the corrections? And sure. Simon, you're going to be involved in this, actually. Sounds good. Uh, Rube Sharma wrote in and says, Chuck and Roxy, you guys keep me in business. Here are a couple of corrections, (laughs) clarifications for you guys. (laughs) Roxy, the MLS team in Boston is called either the revolution or the revs, not the revolutions.
0: Okay, but how does that make sense? (laughs) If the shortened version has an S at the end, why doesn't the longer version have an S at the end?
1: Simon? Oh, gosh. Would you know how to explain that?
2: But from a grammatical standpoint, I mean, why is it revolution and then revs? Oh, gosh. Uh, you're the I soccer don't guy.
1: I, well, I know. I, I just, I, you're right. This has nothing to do with soccer, I guess. But you're the <laughs> soccer guy. So I was like, <laughs> Simon? I, I, Simon, yeah, what's, just, that's the whole reason I had you on the podcast? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're just going to have to take their word for it. I guess. I guess. Well, it gets worse. All right. now, <sighs> Now I love that it's just Chuck. Chuck, the last name... J-A-I-N is pronounced Jan, like the middle Brady girl, not Jane. Make sure to run your Indian name pronunciations next time you need help. Have a good day, y'all.
0: I mean, Rube, I'm glad we're keeping you in business. Yeah, and I'm also glad that the littles are seeing that Roxy makes mistakes too, because Chuck, you have a track record.
1: <laughs> oh, do I? Yeah, <laughs> um, I do. <laughs>
0: so this way, I hope it makes you feel better that I'm not perfect either. All
1: right, and then we heard from Eric Barnes. He always does these reviews. It's great, and he says, uh, "We're referring to Sean, our last Meet the Littles guest." Mm-hmm. It says, "Sean, you were marvelous. As an O's fan, I'm always in for anti-Yankee bias. <laughs> Respect that you noted the pre-craft Patriots." And yes, I snuck in as a student in 1982 for a pit at Penn State game, Blackledge versus Marino, Penn State University's first national champs. Hmm. Ed Butt wrote in, number one rule, TP there. Everything else is frosting. It's yep. a good point. Yep. That's a good point. Yep. And then you want to read Bobby's?
0: New England <laughs> Revolution, Roxy. <laughs> Singular. <laughs>
1: And then Tim Cree, Colorado loves diversity. The bathroom at Dia has both over and under TP. One for heroes and one for philistines. Now Simon, at least you know we're still in the same place. How's that make you feel? You've been gone for like three months, and we're still talking about toilet paper.
2: It feels. It feels right. We're <laughs> uh, <laughs> right back where I wanted to be. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's well- home. It's home. It's home, but I feel like the other thing, what are we talking about? Something to do with
1: like peanut butter. uh, (laughs) Well, we moved on from that. No, we haven't actually. I was just trying to make you feel better. (laughs) All right. This is a big topic from the last episode because I found a new discovery, Simon. Let's see if you've ever heard of it. You want to read that, Roxy?
0: Yes. This is from Mo Warner. He says, yes, I had no idea cotton candy grapes were a thing until I saw them in our fridge several years ago. Our girls loved them, but they are not available all the time, so we grab them when we see them. And I've only seen them green. By the way, are you going to start saying purple wine and a happy belated birthday? Right. I think that was directed at you, Chuck.
1: Well, that's actually Simon, too. Simon's birthday's the day before mine. That's, that's right. right. So, yes. So, we both had a birthday. So, that we'll, that's we'll say right. that's to both of us. Okay. <laughs> I guess not. But... I well, g-
0: first of all, Simon, have you heard of cotton yeah, candy grapes? Yeah, let's go back there.
1: I have. I have some in my freezer. <gasps> Wait, what? Actually.
0: What? Yeah. We're coming over right Leave now. Leave the
1: key with the doorman. <laughs> no, you don't understand. So you have to.
0: Where did you find them?
2: I don't know. Emily got them. And they've been in the freezer for a while. And I keep being like, what are these? And then she's like. There's a freaking gold. They're gold. Yeah.
0: They're so good.
1: Okay. I had them for the first time on my birthday. Yeah. Okay. Friends of ours invited us over to out to Jersey for the birthday and oh my god, I'd never seen them before. And I'm a big green grapes fan. Uh-huh. Okay, now we're gonna get there in a second because we also found a new discovery. But do you you like them, right, Simon?
2: Yeah, they're a little cold because they're in the freezer. But um,
0: <laughs> Frozen grapes are really tasty. Well,
1: you know, that's what I've <sighs> it's heard It's too people, cold. And you suck on them. Is that what you do, I guess? Until they warm... I, I don't, don't know. know.
2: I
0: just bite them.
2: Oh, Oof, geez. I can't. It kills my teeth, so... Yeah, they're frozen.
0: They're it's like not, ice, right? No, but they don't harden like ice.
1: Oh, I don't know. Or I've maybe never frozen I let them grapes thaw before. for...
0: I don't know. I've they're never had really frozen good. grapes, so...
1: Now, what are the other grapes? There's green, and what else?
0: Red.
2: Uh, Red. I mean, well... Don't they have like Merlot grapes and then you've got like ice vine grapes? Oh, and wow. Well, you're getting you know. technical.
1: I'm, I was talking colors. I was talking colors. There's red. Oh, yeah. Red and white, right? Uh, white. <laughs> white? What about green?
2: What about <laughs> Well, the... that's what I would call. Yeah, you're right.
1: It's well, green, but I've it? heard people call them white now that you say that. So I don't know if they're white or green. Maybe well, they're all white. Well, they're
0: green because at Christmas time I like to make <laughs> little <laughs> the Grinches, little Grinches. Grinches with green grapes. Yeah, and the marsh what, what's... and strawberry and marshmallow and a banana slice.
1: Right, right. Okay, so let's go back. I guess you're right. I would not start saying purple wine, but I still think the grapes are purple. Okay, here's the new one. What about the onion? Red onion. It's not it's a purple onion.
0: It's not called purple onion, it's it, called red onion.
1: But do,
0: I, I do get it. It's that is actually the color purple.
1: But when you Google purple grapes, it comes up
0: as red grapes. But it, it comes up. Corrects it to uh, red grapes. I don't
1: know about that. Does Same it?
0: as if you type in purple onion, it corrects it to red onion. Simon, what do you think?
2: It's a red onion. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I, I understand that the, the, the color is purple, but it's definitely a red onion. Yeah,
0: but there's definitely a discrepancy no, no, no. there, but... So
1: it's a red onion that looks purple. Sure. <laughs> it, they're red grapes that look purple.
0: No, they're red grapes that look red.
1: I think they look purple.
0: They're a version of red. A lot
1: of people say they look purple. A lot of people are on my side on this. I'm just saying. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. But let's yeah. go on. Hey, Chuck and Roxy, <laughs> so glad you found and enjoy Cotton Candy Grapes. I think they've been prolific in our DC burbs for about five years, but around for 10. I have a question, though. I find the cotton candy flavor wanes as I eat them. The first two or three taste very cotton candy, and then they become kind of generically sweet. Was that your experience, too? Take care, Tynan. Now, that's a new listener, Tynan, or a new emailer, I would say.
0: Amazing. I have an answer to that. At least a thought to that. So I think when you first bite into a cotton candy grape, you're expecting the tartness of a green grape, but you get the sweetness of cotton candy and it's surprising to you. So that flavor really comes out. But then as you get used to it, your taste buds get used to it and it's, I can see where it could be less noticeable, but it's still different.
1: OK, I guess I just uh, I was just so stoked because it's <laughs> the first time I'd ever had them. Yeah, and they were. Real I, just, good. I d- was not concentrating on that. If I'm being honest, Tynan, I, I don't know. I don't have the right answer, so I'm going to do some homework. We're going to have to search these out. First of all, we're going to go over and raid Simon's freezer.
0: Right. And please <laughs> tell Emily to send along where she got
1: them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
2: I don't know. I think it sounds like it's a big secret. I don't know. I don't know if I can <laughs> Is
1: give Emily this there? Away. Yeah, but we're friends. <laughs> no,
2: she's not. She's not here. I, I I'd have to ask if I can divulge this information. So, you know? you're
1: not going to be there tomorrow. She's not there. Good to know. Okay. <sighs> yeah. I'll just leave the, key the, unlocked, just leave so. the keys. Okay. Um, I would let them defrost cuz I'm not in, I don't think I'm going to be into the frozen That's fine. grapes. So, anyway, then we end with this Gene Broderick, just subscribed to the podcast. Been listening to the show from the first episode. Always was a talk show fan, and this show was perfect. Gene.
0: Where are you? Who are you? We want to meet you. We want to meet
1: you. All right. So let's get out of here. Great Meet the Littles guest today. Simon, you're going to stick around, right, for the Friday Five?
2: Oh, I will be there for that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. (laughs) Let's get to the Meet the Littles guest. We'll be right back with
2: Meet the Littles. You are listening to The Loyal Littles
3: Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
1: are being played in this episode by parker rose and this song is called slow drive i think we've played one of parker's songs in the past and he sent us another one so we're happy to put it back on the podcast if you like what you hear you can find him over on reverberation and you can search parker rose it's p-a-r-k-e-r-r-o-s-e dot reverberation dot com and as always we'll play the full song slow drive at the end of the podcast All you loyal littles, it's now time to
0: meet the littles.
1: All right, Roxy. Now, Roxy knows nothing about this. No, I
0: I have hints of something.
1: Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. All the way from Connecticut. Right. So, hometown for Roxy. Please welcome to the podcast, Rob Dunnan. Hey, Rob, how's it going? Great, Chuck. How you doing, Roxy?
0: Good. She's she's all excited. excited. I'm on the edge of my seat. So, Rob
1: has sent, he's been very prepping for this. Interview. It's great. Yeah. So he wrote me a ton of emails. He sent me a jingle he wrote. We're going to get into everything, but I'm just going to spoiler alert. I'm just going to rip the band aid off. We're not even going to let him introduce himself. Because <laughs> in this email, it specifically says, I grew up in Fairfield, Connecticut. Whoa. Notre Dame High School, class of 1984. Hey. Roxy, does the name Jim, go ahead, Minet, ring a bell? He's my brother in law. No. Do you know who that is?
0: I've heard the name.
4: Yeah. Wow. Jim Minet is the custodian at Notre
1: Dame.
0: That's right. <gasps>
1: so Roxy and, you know, Rob Whoa. here, I'm just going to take a, I'm going to take a walk.
0: Mind blown right now. Roxy's going to take so cool. over
1: <laughs> and uh, she's <laughs> going to introduce, no, just kidding. Rob, take a second, go back and introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there.
4: Sure. My name is Rob Dundon. I grew up in Fairfield, Connecticut. And as Chuck said, I went to Notre Dame high school, graduating in 84. Yes. Um, I met my brother-in-law as a sophomore there. And maybe a year later. When I was working in a town in Fairfield at a department store called Howland's, I met my wife, Lisa Manet, Mm. and we went to my senior prom together. We split up for the next 20 years, went our own separate ways, and then reconnected, and we got
1: married 15 years ago this year. Wow. wow,
0: this is amazing! All
1: right, so now what's your connection? My connection, yeah, like what class and all that stuff. Like-
0: oh, class of 07.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you guys didn't go to school together, or no? We like did that? not. no. Okay.
0: no. <laughs>
1: but you know each other, you know, <laughs> you know, you, or you know the school and everything like that.
0: Yeah, that's so oh, neat. that's so cool.
1: Now, did you go on to college and all that stuff?
4: I attended the University of Bridgeport for a short period of time, mm-hmm. and I was going in for. Um, architectural design. But then I went to a trade school in Stratford and got an architectural degree, two-year degree with computer-aided design. And then from there, I went on to about a 20-year career in retail design and construction.
0: Okay, that's cool. But did you say Stratford?
4: Yes, there's a Porter and Chester Institute that is right on uh, Lordship Boulevard.
0: I had no idea. I've lived there my entire life. I had no idea. Wow. So
4: they offered uh, the architectural design program there. And from there, I was able to work at Lord and Taylor headquarters in Manhattan, mm. designing and managing the construction of their stores. I think I went to uh, Barnes and Noble after after a few years in their college division. So we were designing college bookstores okay. uh, throughout the country. So
1: it was a lot of fun.
0: Stratford.
1: This reminds me of um, wow. There's a uh, cartoon college up in White River Junction, uh-huh. Vermont. Yep. That you would just never even know it's there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. such a small little town. Yeah. Which also happens to have I'll this I'll have to see if my parents theater, know of it. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I, I hid this all from Roxy listeners. I did yeah, not. Yeah, thanks, Chuck. I did not share. Well, I thought it'd be a nice surprise. I'm I so was like,
0: underprepared.
1: Well, you're underprepared. <laughs> I mean, we're doing this remotely, so it's kind of tricky. Yeah. And we're doing it on the phone, so all my notes that were on the phone, I can't, I mean, I can access, but I'm afraid I'm going to screw it up and hang Disconnect. up on Rob here, so we don't want to do that. So we're just going to kind of go from memory. There's so much more to get into. Now, how did you become a little in all that stuff?
4: I believe I love the uh, sports reporters. Uh, Dick Schapp was great. I think he wrote a book called Flashing Before My Eyes, and Mm. he wrote in that that he collects people. And so he did a lot of interviews on that book. And I had gone to ESPN Zone in the city, and they have a little retail shop inside, and I was looking for his book. And I said, is he ever here to sign the book? And they said, well, he's here on Sundays to do the show, but we might have signed books in dispersed of the store and I did find one and I just was a big fan of the show and I saw Tony on there I saw Bob Ryan, Mike Lupica they were all regulars And then from there I think PTI started and then maybe just searching for Tony uh, in general on the podcast. That's when I started following certain things on podcast. I saw his name there and then he had a, a radio show or a podcast and that's sort of how I got into the podcast.
1: All right, now we're going to go all over the place because I, I'm starting to remember certain things from memory here. And now you changed careers, though, right? From I did. I went into the healthcare career. I started off as just a caregiver to really
4: see how to get into it without having to go back to school. So I was able to get a CNA license from a local nursing home in Fairfield, right down the street from my high school. So I was licensed to take care of the old folks in the nursing home, and I really focused on memory care that was something that really would come into play later as my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's after a few years of me getting into the healthcare field. So I was able to help take care of her going towards the end. But I enjoyed giving back after 20 years of sitting and managing things in construction. It was good to work with people. And where am I going to leave my legacy with with buildings and, and stores? And instead of that, it's, it's leaving it with uh, people and families knowing that they've been taken care of. So that's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: And where did that come from? Do you know? I mean, because that's such a different, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like you went from designing buildings to like designing, I don't know, something similar. You know what I mean? It's like a completely different right. field. Right. hmm
4: I don't know. I have it in me, I guess. And it's something that I'm just, I have a a caring background, great parents that I I want to do things for. And
1: I don't know. I really
4: can't say how, but it really fit me, fit my personality. Well, I can tell you from
1: a personal experience, it's not easy. You know, I went through this with my dad towards the end and and Mm -hmm. just having to come down to Nashville and take care of him. and, And my sisters, I have two sisters that are nurses and caregivers. And it's just, I just can't do it. I mean, I did it because it was my dad, but you know, I just, I just know there's no way I could do it professionally. And so that's why I'm always praising that field and yeah. And
0: Alzheimer's and, is such a, right, such a tough disease. And my grandfather had that. And that's truly, truly amazing what you did.
1: Yeah. And we're going to get into all that stuff later on for you as mm-hmm. well. Cause he wrote some nice things about that and he has a website and all this stuff like that. But now let's get back because, Roxy, this is one of those moments I'm going to take our listeners back to, I want to say, episode six, Jamie Julian, maybe. I'm guess. I'm to- totally sure. guessing. <laughs> but I'm having one of those moments, Roxy, where all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you're that guy. Ah. Okay. Because he also wrote some stuff in about his connections to the show. And uh, I actually had to bring this one up. He said, my personal connection to the show, because do you know who Jamie Julian is? Robert Berg's wife? I know her name,
4: but I wasn't uh, sure she was married to him.
1: Well, I had no idea. And this is, these are the ones that got married at Chatter. Do you remember that? That Yes, of course. Okay. Well, so I'm sitting there interviewing Jamie Julian and she's like, oh, she's like, duh. She's like, that's why I thought you had me on the podcast. And I'm like, (laughs) no, I was like, you just seemed like a fun little. And she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, I thought that was the whole reason you wanted me on the podcast. I'm the one that got married. And so... The thing was that I completely remembered the wedding. I remember that day. I remember everything. I remember Tony was kind of upset that he had to come in because he was going right, to take that day off right. to play golf. And Carol was like, no, 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 no. You have to do a podcast. That day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm kind of having one of those moments because he says he sent in 19 songs from his friend's Crooked Get Coast. That's how you say that, right? Crooked Coast? Crooked Coast, yep. yep. But the big one is sent T-shirts to PTI set, and one got on the air over Wilbon's shoulder. Now, I remember these pictures. They were probably on their Facebook page or something like that where they're holding up the shirts. Um, Yes. Now, my favorite thing about that is then he puts, Tony's lawyer sent a cease and desist letter not to sell them. Right. (sighs) Yeah, no, I totally remember those shirts. I remember everything about that. I just had no idea it was you. Wow. That's so funny. What was that like, getting those you know, on the air and stuff? (laughs) That was a lot of fun. For some reason,
4: I had gotten in touch with Bonnie. Mm-hmm. And as we know, Bonnie gets things done. Yeah, it's done. And Absolutely. She sure did. Uh, she gave Tony both. I didn't expect him to. Maybe just a shout out at the end. And he did. Um, yeah.
1: I was getting it. that. But
4: response to that, he's got his hands out and a quizzical look on his face like, okay, who cares? <laughs> you know? So it's kind of funny to see that. But yeah, you've got multiple shout outs on PTI, right? I did. Um, I got that. I also got, I was able to do the fortune teller. Right. Oh yeah. Um, yep. So that was kind of neat to
1: do that. Yep.
0: I've done that twice. Roxy's
1: done that twice. Chuck <laughs> here's done it once. I'm like, who's the little here? I'm like, Bonnie. That's great. What's, what up, <laughs> Bonnie? You lose my number. What's up? You know, they haven't done that in a long time. Though. They
0: haven't. They haven't done fortune they've teller. They've done a lot of five good.
1: Five good minutes. Minutes. Here. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, five good. They yeah. call it five good minutes. Yeah, and they've done. You know, they do the mailbag and mail all that. Bag. stuff. But yeah, they mm-hmm. haven't done fortune teller in a long time. Yeah. Wait. wait.
0: Fun fact: Roxy has a good mail time voice. <laughs>
1: We'll sit there and watch it. I try to
0: time it out. I'm trying to figure it out so I can say it right when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so dumb. That's okay.
1: (laughs) All right, Rob. Now, this is always the interesting part for me, at least. Now, Roxy's used to this Connecticut thing. Now, which (laughs) side of the the line are you on? I guess is how I say. Yeah, it. right. But maybe not. Let's get into. It. Let's just let him go. I mean,
0: I know what side of the line he's on, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's his fandom lies on that. there. Right, so, <laughs> right. Let's get
1: into your fandom. What's your favorite sport? team, stuff like that. Well, I'm I'm a basketball fan. Okay. I love okay.
4: college basketball fan. Even though I'm in Connecticut, uh, UConn was never on TV, so. Uh, I was a St. John's fan growing oh. up. Oh. Um, loved Chris Mullen. Yeah. And we get the New York feed all the time, so you're going to see that. And Big right. East was sort of new back then. Mm-hmm. I've been to uh, four Final Fours, Ooh. which is fantastic. New Orleans twice. Uh, Seattle was great. And the only tickets we never got was to Denver, but we were able to go skiing and go to the brewery and then just watch the game on a you know a live feed at a, at a local bar. Oh, cool.
1: So, Well, can we pause there first? I mean, so you would go to these cities without the tickets just to be there? You know, it's funny. the uh, When Villanova beat Georgetown in 1985,
4: that really ramped up college basketball more yeah. so. Oh, and absolutely. They, At the end, they said, if you want tickets, write in. So this is before internet. This is before cell phones. Mm-hmm. I wrote in. I got four tickets. Three of my friends didn't want to go. So I'd asked my older cousin and some older friends who were older than I was 20 going down to new orleans you know not of legal drinking age but <laughs> of, of all places to go where you didn't have to be legal new orleans was the best place to go because sure, there was sure. no time i ever got carted. and from there we saw how many people were just selling you know do you want tickets you know our team lost on saturday we're not going to go monday right. or you know what i'm here i'm in new orleans i really don't want to go see basketball so we figured Seattle and Denver like we could just go and get tickets even if it's last minute and we did yeah. you know we were able to buy tickets scalp tickets face value you know New Orleans I saw Indiana beat Syracuse the oh, first time I said Keith Smart. You know, Keith Smart from yeah. the corner yeah. yeah and uh Seattle Michigan beat Seton Hall we stayed at the Aloha Motor Inn I think it was <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow you're bringing back some crazy memories we're, I mean, we're the same nine. age I guess we're the because I remember these yeah yeah and uh then Denver I don't remember
4: who it was. I don't know if UNLV beat Duke because we didn't really see the game live. So, and then we went to New Orleans again in like 93 when North Carolina beat Michigan. And that was when, uh,
1: who called the timeout when they didn't have a timeout? You're right. Uh, I can't think of who it was. Um, yes. Everyone's yelling into their phones right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> shoot. But I will, I, I do have to go back to the UNLV embarrassing Duke because, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're a listener to the podcast, you know, I'm like anybody but Duke. Yeah. Totally respect. Mike what he did for college basketball all that stuff but I, I just always hated Duke and that year when UNLV beat them by 30 points Whoa. that was my team that was I always I loved Tark the shark for some reason I know he did some I guess questionable things <laughs> you know in recruiting and stuff like that but yeah no I was a huge fan that year that run they went on and then of course the the following season when Duke got their revenge in the final four and beat yeah. them and I'll never forget. I still have it on VCR tape, that game, that 30-point embarrass. It was mm-hmm. the greatest thing i would ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of, because the next year was the, was the undefeated season. And then Duke, like I said, got their revenge in the Final Four and beat them. That, that UNLV team was just out. They were professionals. Yeah. That was a professional They team. were. Yeah. And um. just so no one writes in, it was Chris Weber. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he that's popped right. back into <laughs> my head. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Excellent. Look at that. We're, we're self-checking ourselves there here. There you go. So is that the only, that's exciting, but is that, I was looking for the, are you a baseball fan at all? Yeah, so
4: we grew up, my uncle used to get tickets for the Mets, so we'd go to the Mets. Oh, good. Um, Okay. Mets, not Red Sox, or not Yankees. That's okay.
1: Well, because that's what we've talked about, the divide in Connecticut. It's so interesting. It's Mm -hmm. so interesting how there is this I don't know if
4: it's uh, New Haven or Hartford where that line begins. It's
1: like the Mason-Dixon line, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) All right, well, listen, you can stick around, right? Absolutely. All right, because we've got lots more to get into. We've got jingles, we've got... Your favorite bands, I guess, and uh, stuff like that. So, all right, Littles, we'll be right back with Meet
0: the Littles.
1: This is Rick Sharp, and you're listening to the Little Littles Podcast from the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast, and we are so fortunate to have Rob Dundon here with us, and so much more to get into. So we're going to dive right back into it. I'm going to continue on with his email. He just said this was okay if I just read it. And to show the reach of the show and Littles Helping Littles, Tori Clark sent me signed six books from authors including Tony, Liz Clark, and herself to give away as gifts to those who donated to my Alzheimer's fundraiser. So can you go into all that? Yeah, absolutely. We lost my mom to Alzheimer's about
4: five years ago this month. She was diagnosed five years earlier with the disease. Typically, Alzheimer's is something that is more like a senility back in the day. And then they realize that the brain is certainly dying in a certain pattern and you lose certain functions as you go through this. She had her two sisters with her and she was able to just do so much with them. By her side, she would always joke about going to the movies and then going for a drink afterwards. And we'd ask what the movie was. And she said, oh, it's the same movie I see every week. And I said, what was it called? And she goes, it's called I Don't Remember. (laughs) But it was it was all in fun. She was a fun lady and she knew what was going on with herself and she just wanted to have fun. So, yeah, so there's a little struggle at the end. She had fallen in January. She passed away in May. And in between, there was hospital visits, nursing home visits. Having my background now in the, the medical field, I was able to help take care of her and help the aides that we had over at the house, living with us, living with my father. So it's a little more difficult for some people who can't afford to have people come in to give a home care. Right. Um, All right. So that's my goal down the road, working with the Alzheimer's Association in general. I think they're based in Chicago, but there's a Connecticut chapter and I've done walkathons for the last five years, but it just seemed a very general fundraising. So my wife and I decided to run our own fundraiser auction and raffle last year in November and this is where Tori's generosity took place. People were donating some money, and I'd say, What book would you want? And they'd say, uh, Well, Claire actually said, I'd Give me Tori's book, you yeah. know? And <laughs> Tori always puts herself down for writing a book. But, uh, <laughs> you know, with these donations, we've said at least five littles donate some money. And, you know, Adam and Mary Fay, Claire, Dina, Stacy.
3: Yeah. Uh,
4: it's just been great. Uh, so that's my goal, I think, going down. Wait, this did you path say Stacy?
1: Stacey, yes. Is that Stacy Yoder? Yes, it is. Okay, he's he's dead to us because he hasn't come on the podcast ah. yet. No, I'm just kidding. Ah. We've been trying to get him to come on the podcast, and I know he's been busy. I, that's why I'm just busting. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and hopefully we'll meet him someday because he's been on our radar for a while now. Yeah. And looking forward to meeting him. That's great. Him. It's so funny. Uh, my account- well, he used to be my accountant, a great, believe it or not, accountant slash, he's great percussionist on for Broadway. Uh, his name's David Roth. He went through the same thing with his parents. And he does a similar thing, but because he's so music-geared, he does this – they call it the – it's an iPod drive they do every year. And he gets people to donate their old or used iPods. Because, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. We've done
4: that. Yep. Uh, We're – just music is such, mm-hmm. uh, s- such a strong
1: uh, sense.
4: Yeah. Uh, it, it helps yeah. the – put people in a, in, a, in a calm and at ease
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's great well thank you for all the work you're doing with that that's amazing uh and thank you to the bigs for contributing thank you. Yeah. yeah that's great all right now we've got so much to get into but we have to get to some fun dumb questions i want to make sure we touch upon these jingles you've written the band now mm-hmm. I, we were kind of talking off air and you were going into how this band you just randomly saw one day and you just like them and you were like hey i know a podcast Can you go into that <laughs> I
4: did. I saw a post from an artist uh, in Cape Cod and they said we had our year-end party and Crooked Coast played our year-end party. And they had a song to the video that they were showing, just a snippet. And that was it was such a cool ten seconds of the song I decided to look up the band and and go on their website and just listen to their music. And that's how I got to know them and got friendly with them. Uh, and that's how I asked them if they wanted to put a song on air. And it was really more of a mellow song. And nineteen songs later, you know, we'd become uh, sort of friends, you know, yeah. up in mass they're in Cape Cod, and I'm down here wow. uh, in Connecticut. But it's been a lot of fun, uh, li- you know. listening to their new music, and I think they're coming out with some music this month—a uh, new album, actually.
1: Oh wow, oh. that's great! And then you produced—was it a jingle or right a co-jingle or something with Hot Pink Hangover?
4: Yes. Now listening to everyone else do jingles online, I said Tony always talks about his flying fears, <laughs> and I said how can I do something like that? I wanted to. I wrote written some other songs that people have not chose to do because they're full songs and not that one minute jingle. So to get Hot Ping Hangover to do this, I tried to get one of their songs that had the same cadence as the title of the song. That's what I'll do. I'll try to find the cadence. One of their songs is Bartender and the song goes, Bartender turned the lights on. And I'm trying to think, you know, Kornheiser doesn't fly well. Mm -hmm. And right there, that's how I got the title. And I go from the title to trying to collect all of the idiosyncratic stuff that he goes through and put it to their existing music. Yeah. And it's kind of cool that way because I don't write music. I don't know music other than I know I like music. But I can write. I think I can write. And I think this song itself, I put it on the Jerry Negrelli's site Mm -hmm. and I've gotten a handful of uh, thumbs up from Joe, uh, Anita, and Jerry himself. So it's kind of cool that's come out. And then for Sasha Mercedes, the lead singer, to do this for me
1: and send it out, It's fantastic. Just Nigel will never play it because it's so long. Right. 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 Sir, the Loyal Littles podcast is where jingles go to die Uh because we will play it and we are going to play it with your permission. I believe you already said we could. Yes. So right after this interview, stick around, Littles, because we're going to come back to our last segment with this jingle. So Mm -hmm. you don't want to miss that Mm because it's fantastic. So. Maybe uh, this I, is I where should say the where they go to die. I was just going to ne- say, that it's where <laughs> they
0: actually go to live.
1: Actually, yeah, they go to live because we play them. Yeah. We have no constrictions here. It's our show. We do it what we want because we don't have any sponsors or anything that we have to like, squeeze in. So we've got wow. plenty of time. All right. So that's amazing. Because Hot Pink Hangover, I'm like Tony. I'm devastated that they broke up because I used to keep track of all these Bands and songs, because I had this other idea besides a podcast. Right. But Roxy's like, easy killer. Let's, let's, <laughs> one thing at a time here. <laughs> no, I did. I used to keep track of if I thought a really good song. But what amazes me is it's the same thing as always. I, oh, I don't write, but you help do this jingle and all that stuff about writing. It's, it blows my mind how these people who have no music background or no, quote, musical talent. And
0: they do these amazing... They do
1: these amazing jingles. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it blows my mind. It's actually more jealousy, if any... <laughs> I'm being honest, because <laughs> here I am. I went to music school. I do it professionally now, and it takes me forever, I guess. Anyway. Well, maybe you and I can get together, Chuck, and
4: there uh, you go. Do Sure, a, do a jingle.
1: Yeah, because I've thrown it through together for this podcast, you know, just little yeah, things. And yeah, I mean, I'm proud of those, but it's for me, it's the turnaround jingle, stuff like that. It happens so quick, and I just know I can't compete. I can't compete with the Joe Arrow and the Steve Lipton who just like minutes later just throw it together. I, I mean,
0: I do have to say I think our best jingle that we've written is our Friday Five jingle. <laughs> Eat it, Sully.
1: <laughs> Eat it, Sully. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway. All right. Listen, I can't thank you enough for coming on. This has been amazing. Are you okay if we get to some fun, dumb questions?
4: Sure. If you don't mind some dumb answers. Oh, that's, that's perfect. That's the requirement, that right. sir. All
1: right. But first, let's start with a new one because Roxy doesn't know this either. I try to, you know, look, we've been, been going through a lot in the last couple of days and stuff like that, but we, uh, I try to share as much as I can, but we just, we pass in the night sometimes. We don't We don't get to see each other really. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we got a new fun, dumb question, and so we're going to start with it because it came from it was someone who submitted on our website,
0: Ooh, which is? Boyalittlespod.com.
1: Go there. There's links where you just click on what you want to submit if you want to be a guest, whatever, and one of the options is fun, dumb question. So she says, I have a fun, dumb question. This is a more serious one, so Roxy will probably have to ask it. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to start serious, and this is from Michelle Pendleton, by the way.
0: Yes. Thanks, Michelle.
1: All right. Go ahead, Roxy.
0: All right. What is the best compliment you've ever received?
4: Oh, boy. I think getting into the healthcare field, I think someone said you're just a gentleman. Oh, oh,
0: that is a really, really nice. good compliment.
1: And then she also follows up with who is the most famous person you've met in real life?
4: Most famous? Uh, when I was a kid, I met Arc Lemon from the Harlem Globetrotters. He was wow. uh, playing at high school in Fairfield. <laughs> He lived in Fairfield for a while too. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, because I remember the Curly. Who were who some of the other? I'm trying to remember the Globetrotters. Curly Neal and yeah. Marcus Haynes. Right, right. Wow. Okay, I'm feeling 80 here, so let's move <laughs> on. Enough with these serious questions. What everyone needs to know crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Smooth, Jif. Wow. Oh, he's nice. very specific, Roxy. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. What's your favorite season?
1: I like the fall.
0: Yeah, especially in New England. Yeah. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> All right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? I'd like to be Wiley
4: e. Coyote. Ooh.
1: Super genius.
4: There's been a lot yeah. of this.
1: Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah.
4: As much as he uh, falls and fails, he still comes back. So there's no uh, harm in, uh, in doing what he does. He's
0: persistent.
1: Yeah. Very persistent. It's interesting how people have those you know outlooks on I things. I know.
0: Yeah. You know? I love that.
1: Because he never succeeds no, normally. No. But he is very persistent. Mm-hmm. So that's great.
0: Yep. All right. Who would play you in a movie of your life?
4: Oh, wow. I'm a big dead or alive. I mean, I'm I'm a big Gene Kelly fan, but I'm not a I'm not a dancer. So let's say Wait, someone seriously? local. She yeah. she's, she's a big Gene Kelly fan.
0: He uh, he's an icon. He's an icon. Yes, he is.
4: Uh, Singing in the rain is one of my favorite movies. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. That was my first Gene Kelly movie I ever saw. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that's great. If you could live in a TV home, which one would you want to live in? Oh, and we also have upgraded it too. It could be a movie as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I would. I grew up with the Brady Bunch, so why not
4: say that? But you know what? The Partridge family, they're a little more on edge. Let's go with the Partridge family. They were not as uh, squeaky clean as uh, the Bradys.
1: Right, absolutely. And now the uh, follow-up, though, is would you want to just live in the house? Well, you know, that one came up recently, actually, not too long ago, and it was because of the bus, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously. Now, would you want to live with them or just without them? Sure, I'd live with them. Yeah, because you need a band, right? yeah of course well this is very similar because I'm gonna I gotta go there again so now if would you join the band or would you just like be the manager of the band? <laughs>
4: I think I could do a good job, just like Reuben Kincaid did. So let me uh, let me be the manager. Okay. Nice, <laughs> right. Nice.
0: Right, right. Wait, but that brings me to another question. So obviously, you f- do you feel the Partridge family, I mean, they were a band the entire show, whereas the Brady Bunch only became a band later in their And didn't the Brady years. Bunch have like a
1: variety TV show, like the Osmonds and stuff like that?
0: You know, yeah, but there was that whole episode where, well, who is it? Peter? His voice was cracking.
1: Right. That's right. Like his
0: voice was changing. I have no idea. I don't know.
1: I can't remember now.
0: So you'd stick with the Partridge family, though. I would, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Name a product or service you love so much that you'd happily be that company's spokesperson.
4: Hank's Root Beer oh. out of Philadelphia. Whoa! root beer. Never I love even, it. But Hanks, I've never even heard of this. Is this like a. Yes. Oh, it's it, Hanks Beverages and they do root beer, orange cream, you know, something. Uh, they, they do a number of different things, but it's just delicious. It's fantastic. They actually helped me out last year as well, doing some graphic arts for my fundraiser. Oh, they wow. posted something with my walk uh, under my name. And, and that's it. I love products, but I will use the products that I love. You know, I'm yeah. not just going to sure. go after some big name. But yeah, it is a delicious product if you like root beer. Or, We've
1: got to check this out. I've heard of it. Yeah.
4: Orange cream. Yes, Hanks Beverages out of
1: Philadelphia. Oh, oh, interesting, because nice. we're big cream soda and yep. well, root beer too, but mm-hmm. mostly cream. What personal trait has gotten you in the most trouble? Oh, I might.
4: I'm just angry. I'm an angry young <laughs> old oh, wait, man. Really. <laughs> I am. I'm the nicest person in the world, and I need to be nice, and I just, I'm, I'm cranky. Wow. I never yeah, would have guessed that. We're not that. getting that vibe, no. sir. No. Okay. <laughs> well, well. I'm not letting that out. I mean, you're, I'm not married to you. If you knew my yeah. wife, then she'd, <laughs> she'd know me all around. I'm a good guy, but I am, uh, I don't have patience, I think. That's what it is. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, let's see. If you could be great at one sport, which one would you choose?
4: Basketball. I mean, I played in high school, but, you know, it would be nice to have gone further with it.
1: All right. Well, listen, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. This has been so much fun. Now, how can we get in touch with you and plug all your stuff? You're on Twitter and all that, right? I am. My Twitter handle
4: is Rob from Monroe. And I do have a, a walk website for the Alzheimer's Association it's something that you can put at the bottom, I imagine. Oh, yeah. We'll include it's, all that in the show notes for sure. Yeah. So I won't. It's a lot of letters and numbers here. Right, so gotcha. I'll, I'll let you
1: throw that out there. Okay. Cool. So Littles, just check the show notes for the link to that page. Yep. Oh, and before we let you go, you said on the form here that you had another fun jingle story for us. Can you go into that? I'm a big Bruce Springsteen fan. So is my wife. And early on
4: in Tony's podcast, Michael was around a lot and, you know, tony's son he's number one he's his number one son you know he loves him so much i said okay where can i go with this and springsteen writes uh, has a song called she's the one and of course with my thoughts on the cadence of a song tony's son so i i I kept the cd in my wife's car always queued up to she's the one thinking of lines and writing things down And then whenever she'd get in the car, the song would be queued up to She's the One. And my wife loved it. She thought I was leaving that in for her every time she came in the car, as I did for our wedding song for years. And when I finally said, you know, I'm actually trying to write a jingle. She goes, no, you're not. And I actually started sang the jingle out loud to the song and she was so disappointed oh. that i wasn't leaving the song for her oh no and oh. uh not upset but then uh you know a few months later when it was her birthday i i got her a little bauble and i i wrote a jingle to a billy Joel song for her oh. <laughs> and uh i'm all but forgiven i think until the next time <laughs> i do something stupid like uh
1: follow tony and, and she can roll her eyes at me that's
0: hilarious
4: <laughs>
1: that's so great <laughs> All right, Rob. Well, thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles. And now as an homage to the Big Show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. I take the over. I take the over. Do you Chuck Todd it at all? Never. Never. Okay. All right, Rob, thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. Thanks for having me, Chuck and Roxy. I appreciate it. All right. We we look forward to meeting you because you're not too far away. No, enjoy Fairfield. Yeah, if you ever get down (laughs) to the city. Yeah, definitely. I will. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Josh Cromwell from Mozilla Mississippi, and you're listening to the Loyal Little Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
5: Some people call him Satchmo, the bald guy who used to have orange hair. Now he just sits accounting as his plane climbs high in the air. He's medicated and he carries his talismans and amulets. He's spoken to the pilots, but it doesn't help Tony forgets. Kornheiser doesn't fly well. He'd rather take a car or a train. Kornheiser doesn't fly well. Bumpy ride makes him go insane. Nothing to do but keep up counting. Four, eight, twelve, peace. He's counting up by four. Kornheiser doesn't fly well. Had his meds, now it's time for more. He wears his shirt. It's time for flying in. It's a flying shirt. It's getting old like him. Sure hit supplies, needs a drink, maybe more. Oh, his head is starting to spin. He has airline people to help him muster up the courage to board. Sets him up in the lounge, too. Change his shirt and pray to the Lord. Can't Powell, Jeannie, Bell and No Curtis Blessings and Anthony Black. They do their best for Tony, will never Get himself to relax. Kornheiser doesn't fly well. fly well. He'd rather take a car or a train. Kornheiser doesn't fly well. TSA fly well. can be such a pain. They pull him aside and stick their hand down the front, the front of his pants. Kornheiser doesn't fly well, fly well. but it makes for a great podcast rant. For him, yeah, we've heard this before He used to work on Monday nights Like his friend Howard Cosell But he's more like John Madden Flying became his living hell Wilbin swears by first class Better sit down your ass And don't throw a fit Mike isn't surprised when he takes to the sky Except that time that dog took a shh Kornheiser doesn't, Kornheiser doesn't fly Well, fly- Rather take a car or a train. Kornheiser doesn't fly well. Fly, fly. Bumpy ride makes him go insane. Nothing to do but keep he's on counting. Nine. Four, eight, twelve, peace. He's counting up by four. Kornheiser doesn't fly well. Fly, fly. Had his meds, now it's time for more. Please give him more. Load him up, he can't get enough. Somebody give him more. Please shut him up, just give him more.
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. How about that, Littles?
0: How about Um, that?
1: Amazing. So thank you, Rob Dundon, for letting us play that. Hot pick hangover. They've got to get back together. They just have to, have to, have to get back together. I'm so jealous of that jingle. I yeah. Can't, I can't even begin to tell you. Now, the person who's going to like that jingle the most is Sully
4: from Boston
1: because he now doesn't have to hear our Friday Five jingle. We're here to do the Friday Five, but we, we wanted to play that jingle instead of our Friday Five jingle because we wanted to make sure we got that in. Thank you, Rob, for coming on and meeting the littles and letting us play all that. It's, yeah. It was great. Yeah. So, all right, Simon, you back? No. Oh,
0: <laughs> No. Right. I'm kidding.
1: Of course I'm oh, back. Yeah. All right, here we yeah. go. Roxy, what's the first one? Friday Five. Who's this guy? I-
0: uh, Sam Angel
1: Oh that's right Sam Angel
0: Yeah Alright number one You've been given a free weekend 48 hours To go anywhere with anyone Who doesn't live in your house Planes, trains, and automobiles Are all fair game But that time constraint is real So no jet setting across an ocean Where are you going And with whom
1: Well I mean just for the record You could get back and forth How, What's it Six hour flight to London Simon Uh, No Five and a half If you're going this yeah, way Yeah so Why not
0: yeah, but that's really cutting into your 48 All right. hours. All right.
1: Where are you going, Roxy?
0: I don't know. I almost want to say going back up to the Berkshires with my bachelorette crew okay. because that was really, really fun. So
1: noted that she wasn't with me at that time. So well, no, but
0: it says specifically anyone who doesn't live in your house oh i mean i guess would it count i mean we're in an apartment that's our house i love that
1: you were thinking i was listening to the question when you read it but yeah you
0: weren't no yeah i would say i would say back up
1: there all right simon where are you going
2: (laughs) well it's gonna be someone that's not in the house yeah now what if i mean what if they're not currently in the house or you mean someone you don't live with right Right.
0: yeah someone who doesn't live in your house
2: oh listen
0: to the question people
2: Uh, it's hard to listen sometimes um <laughs> he's got to get on a plane in i've only got yeah i've got 48 hours that is t- uh, uh, uh. i'd go to bermuda because it's super close and i would go with um
0: chuck and roxy <laughs>
2: why not i was thinking more like blake lively or, or something like that but uh,
0: she's pretty awesome
2: yeah you know and she's ryan reynolds ryan Actually, Ro- i'd go with both of them she... they seem pretty cool
0: love him he's great <laughs> okay.
2: what's not to love about him I he's know. incredible i don't
1: know you know who you're talking about i mean i don't know i guess i would just go to vegas or something or the other thing is it said 48 hours 48 hours 48 hours so i could get two baseball games in there right sure so maybe i would go to the west coast and hit dodgers san diego if they were both at home. with who uh, do i have to put say a person yes i can't go by myself no no all right if there's no constraints i'll say tiny chop for that
0: okay i'll say that it's sully's probably gagging
1: yeah, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think Sully would want to go That's a cherry either, on top. So, you know, <laughs> Sully wouldn't want to go either, so right. who cares. All right, Roxy, what's number two?
0: All right, number two. Got kids? What's your go-to activity on a rainy day with no preset plans? No kids? Same question, but with an appropriate level of condescension mixed with envy.
1: Whoa, Roxy, you got the big word in there.
0: <sighs> I had to read it slow. Simon, um, you want to yeah. go first?
1: Um it's
2: probably not appropriate for a podcast is it uh well i'm saying what i would like to do on a rainy day
1: you know yeah swag right is that what you call it (laughs) yeah 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 uh yeah just you
2: know play uh crochet i think crochet okay play crochet play some crochet
1: (laughs) all right roxy what do you
0: got uh i would say sit on the couch and eat junk food watching i don't know great british baking show downton abbey disney movies so we're not
1: doing this together obviously
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, whatever.
1: Because <laughs> none of those things sound appealing. <laughs> I mean, the sitting on the couch and the junk food, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Not watching those. The funny thing is, I wish I could ever do that. But uh, honestly, if there is ever a rainy day and, like, say, the game gets rained out or something like that, if I have a game that day, I usually just end up editing the podcast and get a, try to get ahead of the game. You're right. But, yeah, that sounds good and just catch up. Mm-hmm. Actually, what I haven't been able to catch up at all on yet is... Ozarks. I haven't been able to watch oh, the final like so four good. or five episodes of Ozarks.
0: Is it Ozarks it's or Ozark? Ozark.
1: Ozark my Singular
0: bad. or plural?
1: Group, put the email down. <laughs> put the email. Uh, down. Bobby, you too. <laughs> Bobby, you too. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you seen it, Simon? You finished it? Oh my God, finished it. So That's good. what everyone said. Everyone's like, Oh my God, Oh my God. I'm like, Ugh. The problem is we were away so for a week, so I'm so far behind on my other TV. Anyway, long story. You uh, can have right. that one. What's number three?
0: All right, number three, a TK classic. Tell us about your neighbors—the good, the bad, the general, the specific. Take this question in any direction you choose.
1: All right. Simon.
2: When it says any direction, you mean up, down, yeah. left, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> well, I've got an older lady to my right who listens to uh, sports every evening, uh, she, uh, bless her, don't think she can hear very well, so the TV is on, or the radio is on incredibly loud. Is she a little? So that's, that's where I get most of my sports so I mean, news. She, she huh? might
1: be listening to this podcast. She might be she, a little. I, she, Yeah, she should be.
2: You, you should know. You slip um, a
0: sticker under her door. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. And then to the other side of me is an, an agent is in, in L.A. all the time, but sometimes his clients are in there, so... You know, June Squibb, she was my neighbor once because that was a client of his. She's like an old actress. So, yeah, and then there's a guy above me who has women around with high heels often.
1: So mm-hmm. you can hear when he has has a date. That's company, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, that's about it. Really. We're kind of in the same... Uh, we're just going to be together, I think, on this. So you go ahead. You want up or down? I'll go up. <laughs> okay, I'll go down. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so ahead.
0: up. Sometimes I feel like there are days where... Or weeks that go by where every day they're doing feng shui. Because <laughs> I feel like there's... <laughs> furniture moving well, that's all the, the time comes. i think they have a maid no it happens late at night too oh, well,
1: yeah. where
0: they come home and i hear them with the door and the feet and then all of a sudden things are moving around and i'm like is that feng shui happening up there yeah but it's fine
1: and then down is the guy who blasts his stereo all day yeah like all day and all night like i
0: wonder if he like teaches fitness on zoom or something because it sounds like it's music that you would listen to while working out
1: which is ironic because the woman who actually owns the place or is on the lease I guess I don't know how it works but she came up one day because you were tap dancing in the kitchen (laughs) well without tap shoes but you were still I guess being loud and so
0: I do have to say though going back real quick the guy that's now downstairs I've run into him more than anybody else in this building
1: that's weird isn't that weird yeah
0: I'm always like hey your music's kind of (laughs) loud
1: yeah I don't know anyway what are we on number four
0: yes number four Littles helping Littles. What shows have you been watching lately that you'd recommend to the group? Sub-question. This is a busy time of year for sports. All things being equal in terms of rooting interests, are you watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA playoffs, an MLB game, or non-sports? I'll
1: go first. MLB game. Yep. Sometimes, no. No,
0: MLB. I'll (laughs) check
1: scores, but it's MLB. I mean, we already kind of did the TV show. I don't want to steal your thunder, Simon, but ozark well i haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. but everyone's saying it's great Mm -hmm. so i can't wait to see that what are in uh, some of the new shows
0: i really like welcome to Yeah. which i don't think it's gonna do i don't think it's doing as well as i want it to but i think it's freaking hilarious it's like a new
1: office it's really funny outside in the middle of nowhere yeah it's it's,
0: uh, the two kids are like it's clever it's really funny yeah welcome to Flatch.
2: yep all right simon what do you got what have I got? Was MLB, what, what were my options again?
0: Oh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, M- NBA playoffs, an MLB game, or non-sports?
2: Probably watch the NBA playoffs, I think. Okay. Yeah, okay. At the moment.
1: Yeah. Are you uh are you for the bucks again this year? Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go bucks, yeah. All the way. Always the bucks, you know. Why not? They got they got the Greek. They, you know, that's my only connection to it.
0: So. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Roxy. What's number five?
0: All right, number five. What time would you wake up if there was no alarm or person there to prompt you to get out of bed?
2: Oh geez. I, I wouldn't wake up. I know. I, mean, I was and, thinking the yeah. same thing,
1: kind of. It depends for me what time I go to bed. If I go to bed at four I would love to be able to sleep till like at least noon, but most times that doesn't happen. That never happens. See,
0: even if I think if I go to bed at like 10, which is reasonable, I still think if I didn't have to wake up for anything the next day, I would probably wake up between 1030 at 1130, probably closer to 1130. You sleep a lot. I do. And I'm still tired. What is up with that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a little worried in some cases, but, I mean, it seems normal, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I
2: feel like once you reach certain age, you're just always tired.
0: Yeah, it doesn't yeah. what it is. So. Yeah, I try not to complain about it, but...
1: But I'll come home. You're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> then you, you remind me of Dad. You just <laughs> slept all night, and then oh, oh you no. go to bed, you sleep, and then it's like, okay, all right, whatever. All right, so thank you, Sam Angel, once again for this week's Friday Five. Fun as always. Simon, thank you for coming back. Oh my God!
2: It's, it's, Got to get back on the horse, you know. Yeah. yeah, it was a it was a bumpy road.
1: Absolutely, and if you're out in Sonoma, check out his show. You're going to be staying put though for like six. I weeks, will be, right?
2: so I I will have my friend with me. All right, uh, I'll be there. So or here, or where, whatever it is, I'll yes. probably try and find a closet there. Yeah. Why not?
0: And I was going to say, go to his website, but oops, you don't have a website.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> well, I'm sure
1: Transcendence, that's the name of the theater company, right? Transcendence Theater Company. I'm yeah. sure so they have a website. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, have, a they website. have a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll you just be won't to get any them. bookings yeah. for his new Mid
0: Atlantic. What are they? Mid
1: the Atlantic. men. It's
2: alliterative, you know. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah,
0: just write into We'll We'll
1: forward all the. All, all the, the bookings. Emails. Yeah, all the mm-hmm. bookings. So. Yeah, exactly. I uh, mean, it's the least we can do. He's I on the mean, podcast all the well. He used to be on the podcast, and <laughs> hopefully, right. he will I, soon. I, gotta, be on I will. The
2: I, I'm returning. This is, this is the big return.
1: Okay. All right. Fantastic. Good. 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 So, all right, Roxy. This is the worst part now, Simon. Watch this. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
0: Go to our website, <laughs> loyallittlespod.com. That's
1: it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> wow. It connects you to everywhere, Simon. Simon, check out our website. It connects it's you. It's pretty everywhere. cool. It's pretty Let cool. Check it out
2: right now, in fact. So that's all you have to do. And what is the website again?
0: Boylelittlespod.com.: Loyal.
2: there it is. It's beautiful, got right? it. It's beautiful. Guys, uh, you know, as a as a new person to the website, go check it out everyone because <laughs> this is this is great. It's got me on there, Simon. It's got pictures. <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> it's
1: got everything. All right, and thank you Rob Dundon again for coming on to meet the Littles, and thank you Sean Morrissey, Rick Sharp, and Josh Cromwell from Moselle Mississippi for our bumpers this episode. Simon, did you hear we have a code? I've heard about a code in the past, but you actually have a code code now. We actually have a code code. So, yeah. you know, do you have a baseball bat in your apartment? Hockey stick, tennis racket, golf clubs, lacrosse stick? No, but I do have
2: a, I think I have a softball
1: bat somewhere. Okay. Well, if you ever need to get it regripped, stickgrip.com. Now, do you wear glasses? I don't think you do, do you? Sunglasses. If you wear a mask and they fog up, fogfreeeyewear.com. Go to those websites. Don't forget to use the code. Which is? LLpod.
2: Can you remember that? LLpod. I mean, have you considered that there could be some cross-marketing here? Because whoever's doing that regripping might be wearing glasses whilst doing it. Oh. And true. he might be fogging up. So yeah. he might want to do this as well. That's you know, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That. Mm-hmm. Good. See, this is why we needed you back on, Simon. Uh-huh. See, yeah, I would you know, never I'm thought I'm really thinking
2: that. outside the box here. All
1: right, all you loyal listeners. So remember, if you go to those websites, don't forget to use the code. Bye.
0: The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Who the bloody hell is that?
3: Oh, yeah.